Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9. That's a verse I want to focus on. It says this, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and who keep his commandments to a thousand.
you know, they, they have been mistreated and there have been so many things in their life. Yes, they've made decisions to get up where they are, but they have had such disappointment they have dealt with in their life. They have a hard time trusting anyone. And, uh, you know, we were at our, uh, at our training, and the lady that does that, she said, you know, there we've heard no complaints, nothing but good things, and we appreciate that. So there was some that came in, a couple came one time, and kids just didn't trust them. And uh, they didn't trust them. And uh, kids can understand that. And, and those that have been down the road of disappointment, different things, but I'm telling you, whoever you are, whatever you've been through, you can trust Jesus. He's tried and proven, amen. He is your Savior. I hope he's your Savior. He's my Savior. If you know him today, and listen, we serve a faithful God who can be trusted, amen. His trustworthiness is something that should be an absolute in our life. And even after we're saved, we need to be reminded of this, amen. Because here's why. We sing hymns. We sang it in Sunday school, trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way what to be happy in you but to trust and obey. sing all these songs about trusting the one that, that we, we entrusted our, our lives for to, to, to save our soul. And, and listen, all those great hymns, what do they do? They tell us through through that song, they tell us what? That, that everybody that has trusted Jesus, every single person that has truly trusted Jesus has found him to be trustworthy, that has found him to be reliable, that has found him that there's no regrets when you trust
It's one thing to say you're going to do something. It's another thing to put it into practice. That's what he says to do. Amen. That's our, that's our Lord. And as for God, you look at those things, he is able to fulfill all promises. You trust him this morning? You're saved. You trust him this morning? Who are we trusting Trust him with the trials of your life? Yes. Can you trust him with all the all even the earthly possessions, everything, the temporal things, even all of the things, the eternal things? Yes, 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 you can trust him with this. Amen. And we need to be mindful of that. I, I want to just turn to a couple of things. In first Samuel, look at this passage here. Before I'm gonna lay some I'm laying some groundwork, and I want to do that. But in first Samuel chapter 17, turn there. Samuel 17. Look at verse 37. Of course, we know David and Goliath and the battle here, but, but look at this. In verse 37 of, of chapter 17, David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Then look what it says, and Saul said unto David, Go, the Lord be with thee. Look, we know, we know the story. We know the account. But that, listen, David knew God was trustworthy. He did not see Goliath for what, how everyone else saw Goliath. Why? Because he had trusted in God and knew that God could do what he had done for him in the past. So when he was faced with that, he just relied on the fact that God will see me through. And I'm telling you, we've got believers today that are saved and on their way to heaven, but they're miserable because they can't trust God. I'm telling you, He is worthy of your trust. He's worthy. We can trust God. We can trust Him to save our soul from hell. We can trust Him with everything that we have. Amen. Three things about the trustworthiness of God I want to give you that we need not forget. Number one, He's without fault. He's without fault. God is without fault. Listen to me. He has never failed anyone. Think about that. He's never failed you. He's never failed me. He's never failed anyone. That, that is our God. That's the trustworthiness of our God. And I'm telling you, we need to be reminded of that. Amen. He has never failed anyone. He is without failure. That's a blessing. Let that sink in for a moment. These are, these are, these are the foundational props we in Christianity need to grab hold of. Because listen, these are the things that when you know him under this way and know who he is and what he is, it'll help you in your Christian walk, amen. He's without failure. Go to Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter 23. Joshua chapter 23. So when you turn and return there, fine. If not, just if you listen, write them down. Joshua 21, verse 45. The very last verse of chapter 21, look what it says. There failed not aught of any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel all that they asked. Think about that. 
concerned about larceny that he can't pay. Hey, he he cannot fail. Amen. We can trust him with everything. Hallelujah. Turn to Psalm 27. Give you another one. Psalm, and we're just going to go. We're going to go. See, it's more like a Sunday school lesson this morning. It doesn't matter to me which one I brought up. Telling you this is important for us to understand. I hope it'll help you. Christians are struggling today. Psalm 27, verse 10. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will help me. You want to talk about a verse that can help you in times of trouble? You got the wrong place at the wrong time. You got the wrong people in the same place. I'm telling you, you can trust him. You don't know what's going on in your life. He will not fail you. That's the word.
encourage everybody to relate to this, but I'm not going to just assume it. But listen, if you don't know him uh, and, and you, you're, you're walking under your own, I go back to my life, uh, there, was, there was a missing of satisfaction there. But thank God that I'm saved. I'm, I'm satisfied. Amen. And get to the place. Go to Psalm chapter 63. Just want to flip off the back of your Psalm sheet there for just a minute. Look at verse 11. Psalm 16, 11. Look at the first part of the verse. He says, Thou will show me the path of life. Listen, what a, what a, what a comfort. And I know we read these things, we know these things, but I think it's good for us to do what we're doing this morning and just taking some time from God and just separating maybe all the other things. But the fact that there is Thank you. 
secret here. I didn't have relation. I didn't have anything with uh, with my friends. They were doing stuff. I was running home from practice. My dad was following me in the Bronco. Listen, I, I remember on Christmas Day, hey, my grandma, we had a big street feast, and I, I didn't eat anything. I'm eating salad with a little spigot of dressing on it. I'm getting up and running on Christmas Day. Hey, I, I'm, I'm staying after with Coach Waters. Just stand up, stand up, stand up, break away, break away. Get that arm up. Get up on your feet. All of these things over. Hey, all of that for what? I've got a medal somewhere. I don't even know where it's at. So what? So I spilled on the floor. I got the medal put around my head. Oh, it was good. This is it.
it's good and it's important for us to do that, no doubt about it, but until you taste of the goodness of God for yourself, I'm telling you right now, I can take it. I've given the illustration. I love, my grandma used to make good old homemade biscuits. Hallelujah, I miss them things. Hey, they'd be hot. I'd come in, and my papa would say, sit down. Me and mom made hot biscuits. I'd, I'd break them, split them right in, 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 in half, and he'd have honey. And I'd put honey all over them things, and we'd eat honey and biscuits. I'm telling you, Pug Jason, make my mouth water right now. I'm telling you, it was good. I can explain to you how good it was. Hey, I can try, but unless you tasted it for yourself and you sat down beside me, you really can't get the full effect. And I'm telling you today, I can tell you he's worthy of trusting. I can tell you he's good. But until you put your faith in him, amen, until you're willing to follow him, amen, you'll never know how sweet he is. But you give in all to him, you'll know, amen. If you'll taste it for yourself and you'll be able to raise your hand, hey, hallelujah, you'll be able to, when they say trust in Jesus, and hey, he's, he's worked in your life, amen. You'll say, I know exactly what he's talking about. And it's awful sweet, amen. And it's better than anything this world has to offer, amen. More, listen to me. More people that will simply trust in him, his word, and walk with him than this church will ever do. Just think about that. There's a story of an older lady that one day had picked up a Bible I guess she was in church I'm not sure how, how it went she just picked it up I don't remember what she got it from had picked up her Bible and as it started thumbing through it she found hundreds of poetry written in the Bible and I told her this this week I said that was just one of her then she noticed two letters they kept saying C and this T and so the admin said well what is what's these two letters what's the other one then I would read my Bible and I would come across a verse and I'd find something that in my life I needed I would immediately put a T by that verse and I would begin to read begin to pray to God God prove yourself serve a God who had tried and proven. Amen? The more you'll trust God and take Him at His word, listen to me, the more you'll know Him. The more you will understand His goodness and His love and His truth. So many questions this morning. We have so many
found it in 177 in the Kindle. Really grab your Kindle. Turn over to the altar.